Hello, Hickson. This is Arctic, and I'm here to celebrate the birthdays of the week. On Monday, happy birthday to Claire H., John L., and Alexa S. On Tuesday, happy birthday to Terry H. On Wednesday, happy birthday to Morgan D., Mansell M., Helen O., Margaret S., and Nina S. On Thursday, happy birthday to Tia R. On Friday, happy birthday to Jackson E., John E., Arctic G., and Olivia K. On Saturday, happy birthday to Josephine B., Luke H., Liam M., and Emily S. On Sunday, happy birthday to Parker B. and Peyton K. I vomited on the floor, but didn't scream because it would be like a pinpoint on a Google Earth map for the thing that's in the asylum. I started to run. I opened a door and took a left. This was the route back to cell 103, but it wasn't there. I was back at where I started, so I ran to the center and took a right, but wherever I went, I kept ending up in the same place. Suddenly, I saw a shadow move, and an old sheet of paper fell off the table. I must have ran so fast that the wind from me running blew the paper off the table and, project and projected a shadow. Then, I remembered. I should run now for the lights in the place are still burning. I didn't want to run in the dark. I ran towards the paper that dropped off the table, and a collection of red marks caught my attention. I walked over to the sheet paper, and read, most likely, blood. I'm not surprised or making this dramatic, because I'm kind of used to the insanity in this place. I read aloud, Look behind you. Of course I turned around and screamed, there was a huge man with an axe. No, it wasn't bloody, but I knew this was the end of my line. I closed my eyes and waited for the axe to cut into my chest and rip out liver, heart, organs. No, he talked. Listen, I have no reputation arranged to kill you. That is my brother. I cannot stay here with you and fight my brother, for he is too strong. But you can escape this wretched madhouse. My attention turned towards him. He had a mask on, but he took it off. I gasped. He, like Bailey and Chet, had a slit throat, and he was stitched up. Gross. He put his mask back on, or at least after wiping some fresh blood off his neck. He showed it to me, and he started making a circle around me with his blood. What are you doing? I asked him. He looked at me in the eyes. Listen closely. To escape, you have to get the blood of your two friends and overlap my circle of blood with theirs. For when it's done, close your eyes, step in, cover yourself, and pre prepare for... Never mind. He sighed and stepped into the pitch black shadows. Hey, what were you going to... I stopped. He was gone. I ran towards Chet, the first victim. I saw his mauled body, now with flies crawling all over him, for a sip of Chet's blood. Ew, I thought. But I took two fingers like I was petting my tarantula back at my house and swiped his body for some more blood. I gagged as I brushed a couple of ants off out of the blood. Then I started running towards Bailey. I found her body in the same exact position, so I did the same two-fingered it 
thing did as it did for Chet. I took her blood on the hand that didn't have Chet's blood. Suddenly, a scraping noise echoed through the halls. I saw a shadow move. It was the guy who helped me. Hey, thanks for the tip, dude. You're a big... I stopped as I saw it wasn't him. I started walking slowly backwards as the shadow emerged into the light. He had a neck and face full of stitches, and there was dry blood along the stitches. He had torn clothes, and they were stained with his blood. No, it wasn't his blood. It was fresh. Chet's blood. Bailey's blood. His brother's blood. And soon to be my blood. If I didn't at least get out of there. I figured that he was the brother that the helping man told me about. Hi, he rasped. He revealed a secret, a.k.a. the hand behind his back. It was a bloodied axe, like one you would see in The Shining. I don't have all I want. He managed to choke out. He raised the axe right towards me, and it struck me. He was the reason that Chet and Bailey were dead. Hello, this is Michael Blessing, back again at Polytalk, and I just want to say that these are my opinions, not the Hickson Hubs, or anybody at Hickson at all. At the time of me recording this, this is Halloween, so happy Halloween people who are listening to this. At school, I was thinking about throwing on a Make America Great Again hat and being white trash for Halloween. I recently talked to a Trump supporter, and we had a respectful conversation, but let me just say, trying to explain your opinions to a Trump supporter is like trying to explain social media to a 90-year-old. On a more serious note, the um, damage in Puerto Rico is devastating, and support will stay demanded for a long, long time. So if you want to donate, go to www.nbcnews.com to donate. Because remember, we cannot stay there forever. This has been Polytalk. Sorry that it's been cut short, because I got this on short notice, and goodbye. Biggest news story of the day. It's Halloween. Remember, stay safe, and don't smash any pumpkin.